0: Welcome back to the Deeper Dive podcast produced locally in the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Washington, D.C. Here at Sacred Heart Roman Catholic Church in the Plate of Maryland. My name is Bill Winnell, as always, joined by Father Larry Swink.
1: Hey, Bill. What's going on?
0: Not much. Today, We're uh, as we approach New Year's Day this weekend, and everyone is making their resolutions to eat less of this, lose this, maybe read more, look at devices less, all that stuff. Maybe we're going to talk today about spiritual resolutions. Is it? Are they a good idea? Well, Larry. Great.
1: I, I know it sounds sort of, uh, maybe it just seems sort of passe. You know, when you have New Year's is right around the corner and, um, you know, we had another year go by and, you know, for some of us, it maybe it was a great year. Some of us a terrible year. Some of us in between and. You know, new, another year just means another chance to to work on something. And, you know, one of the things that most people do is make New Year's resolutions. And we know how it is. The older you get, like, you know, you just sort of, you kind of, mm, you look at New Year's year, are just like, yeah, I've tried that. That doesn't work. It works about a week. You know, people, I mean, how many people are already saying, I'm going to, I've heard it from numerous people. I'm going to go to the gym. And I'm going to start swimming. I'm going to lay off sugar, I'm going to give up drinking, I'm going to stop smoking. Lies, uh,
0: lies, lies. <laughs> yeah, I I mean,
1: I not and it's and it's commendable. We have to work on virtue. We have to get rid of bad habits and work on new habits and it, you know, we need sort of a starting point and um we'll see how these things work. But I guess the question would be, what would be some New Year's resolutions that are spiritual that might be helpful, you know, looking at
0: and, more, I don't know, and, just, and as important actually attainable
1: attainable right not I, I think the, that's that's that the key so and i think it's a that's a great point you bring bell is that i think a lot of times we make resolutions or they fail because they're not really realistic you know i mean if someone has been smoking a pack of cigarettes a day they're not going to go cold turkey on january 1st now maybe they could say i'm going to go to a half a pack or a quarter of a pack you know uh and that's a huge step in the right direction eventually a whole pack or you
0: don't want to be around them either
1: oh (laughs) not at all right um if someone hasn't i i mean like working out okay maybe it's like okay two times a week you know three times a week and and uh just 30 minutes or just a walk i'm going to do a walk you know um every day for half an hour very very attainable uh, going to the gym, maybe not attainable. Uh, it, it depends on the person, what they like, what their, you know, what their, uh, what kind of personality they have, uh, what type of, you know, um, temperament. You know, it all plays into this. Some people are just very driven and, um, you know, by nature and can just, yeah, they set their mind to something, they just do it. And there's something I just, those people are awesome, but they have their other problems too. Maybe not, they can do the physical stuff, but the spiritual stuff is not. Not so heroic when it comes down to that. So, let's talk about some spiritual things. um What do you think are some of the spiritual things that people ought to be doing that don't do? Maybe you could speak as a layperson, Bell. I mean, what what are some things you've thought about from year to year, and you would like to do eventually, and just don't? Not to put you on the spot.
0: Not at all. I think. Well, I think. I think. In my case, what ha- what has worked in the past, and I think I think this is probably true for most people, is finding a way to come. Uh, two things: one, combining the two. So you know, why not uh, find? And I and I think, as we all know, some people are, are great at doing things by themselves. I would venture to say most people are not. Um, call it misery loves company, call it whatever. But you know, if uh, combining the two, let's start with that. You know. Walk so walking, but of course, praying the rosary while, while walking. This is not praying. Praying the rosary is not something that requires you 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 to keep your eye on the road, so to speak, or you know your eye. Right. Yeah, something you can do in the car. But like I said, since we're talking, we were kind of joking about both physical and spiritual. Um, you know, find a as well as if you just want to do something spiritual, find uh find a find a buddy. You know, find somebody to. Pray the rosary with, uh, find somebody to do some, you know, Lectio Divina or some kind of a, you know, um, you know, for for example, at our parish here, uh, the ladies have kind of started a Lectio Divina um, apostolate, if you will, uh, all remotely, you know, it's all done Mm -hmm. on Zoom. So they all, you know, read the book, read the passages together, and they're all doing this kind of journey together. You know, I don't, as much as I make fun of Zoom and, and distance learning and all that other stuff look, you know, everyone can't get together at 5 30 PM every night of the week, you know, so, you know, in person. So if this works, right. I think it works. And you know, I know you're a big fan of walking while praying the rosary. And like I said, it's not, it's, it's something that you can, you can kind of combine the two, which is, which I think is kind of cool. It's worked for me.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like that today I had a communion call actually in Solomon's Island. So I had to get the Eucharist at father Bob's parish. I thought, well, I'll walk it. <laughs> I realized it was two, two two and a half miles, and I did it anyway and prayed a couple of rosaries, but it was good. It was a beautiful day out there. It might be a little bit. Now, once again, this could be a tough resolution, you know, come February when it's seven degrees, you know. So you have to kind of, okay, walk on a treadmill, or, should I, you know, can I walk around the house? Can I, you know, just realize that there's going to be blocks. There's always blocks to our resolutions. Um,
0: What do you say you to know, someone, though, right now, who is a faithful, every Sunday-going catholic but maybe that's the extent of their prayer life or spirituality if you will what's something you know your spiritual director that what's something that you would commonly you know um suggest that is doable right you know yeah
1: and and, you know helpful and practical doable um i i one of the things i when if if people are in a spiritual funk i always go my go-to is always um well the rosary but also uh spiritual reading um, you know, spiritual, I, I think a doable thing is just, I mean, it's gotta be something very manageable. I, I would not give anything pull more the than 10.
0: off the shelf and begin cold. <laughs> just Yeah.
1: Just say, okay. Uh, 10 minutes. I even, uh, you know, it's eight 50. Uh, I still have to do my spiritual. And I usually do it when I'm in the confessional at St. Peter Clare use it. Cause I have like, you know, people usually don't come to confession until like, you know, quarter of, you know? And, uh, so I've, you know, so I always bring a book and, actually a lot of times when I plan that it doesn't work out and people go the whole time, but, uh, or before I go to bed, um, is it good to always have a book with me? If I, if I, I try to bring it to the physical therapist today, cause you know, there's times where you're sitting there and you're on this table with the heating pad, you could just do reading, you know? Um, but I would say, I would say, um, you know, 10 minutes of spiritual reading, uh, and try to read something that's really kind of, um, going to help you think, um, Uh, spiritually right now I'm reading, uh, the Jew, uh, the book that you talked about, Bill, um, the Jewish roots of Mary. Mm -hmm. After that podcast, I found it downstairs and I kind of, it's an excellent book. I, I really enjoy reading it. It's given me a lot of thoughts for, not just for preaching and teaching, but also for prayer. It's just really good. Um, you know, that would, that's a huge thing. Um, and, uh, so that, I mean, the other thing too, which I think is very difficult for people is daily mass. But once again, that's always sort of a, it's a tough one because it has to, you have to get in a rhythm. You have to have a mass that fits your, your work schedule. Uh, I mean, I, I would say down in La Plata where you're at, I mean, there's, there are some options. You've got the Carmelite Monesty at seven 15. A lot of workers go to that. Um, you've got the noon mass. If people work in La Plata, um, you have some evening mass here. We have a seven 30 here at St. Mary's and it works for some doesn't work for others, uh, because they have to be at the base by eight o'clock, you know, some of them, some have to be at nine. So it depends on their work schedule. So that's a tougher one, but it's also something, you know, uh, I think we as priests have to kind of be a little bit more, you know, uh, work on our mass schedule So people can go if, uh, if they, if they want, um, that's another one. Uh, The other one is just, um, I mean, just uh, uh, mental prayer, you know, Uh, just, I mean, I don't, maybe taking the daily podcast and, yeah, listening to it, but then shutting it off and then praying about it for five, 10 minutes, you know, just don't listen to it. The whole point of these meditations are not just for, you know, uh, hopefully not for enjoyment because some are probably not that enjoyable, but like, you know, that they're, they're for, They're, they're giving you like food to chew on in mental prayer, you know, just to kind of think about That's And that's, I mean, good preaching does that good preaching. If, if you, um, if you really preach, it's almost like a prayer and people like, you know, after the conway, they're just like stuck in this thought process where like, huh, like you really talk to my soul. Right. Or if I hear a homily from a a brother priest, like we had a meditation the other day from uh, a priest of, of the work of Obiste, and he, he gave a beautiful, um, reflection on the incarnation and talking about like, you know, where have you seen the word become flesh in your priesthood? And it just, there was a couple of zingers that just kind of stuck with me on the drive home. And that's, that's, you know, the guy did a great job when you can give these, this food to talk. But I think a lot of people are not that contemplative today. That's one of the, one of the, the missing ingredients in a lot of people's lives. Um,
0: What's well, that whole, what about it's the, it's the whole, uh, you know, it, it's the whole silence thing most people I think can't deal with silence anymore. I mean, when you, and I mean that I'm, I'm not, I'm not being funny or anything. I mean, I think for, for someone to sit down and and be contemplative without a device in their hand or without, you know, ear pods in their ear or something like that. It's a, it's a scary thought for a lot of people, not judging, not, and I'm not trying to be funny. I mean, I really do. I, I, I watch my own kids who are all in their twenties and I think sometimes are you even, are they, are you even capable of, of doing that for sitting right. still for 15 minutes with in silence, you know?
1: Right. Yeah. That's another one. Um, have you ever tried liturgy of the hours?
0: Yeah. Um, and see, here we go back to devices again, but you know, as much as we say, stay away from devices, spend less time on devices, but there are some, there's some great stuff out there yeah. that, that assist those who, you know, aren't big readers who, if you want to, I mean, I'll
1: confess, Bill, I use,
0: I use probably the iBrievery more than i
1: that i use (laughs) that book i simply because a lot of times i'm on you know i'm on the road when i'm and uh, like i have to pray in the car sometimes you know for daytime prayer or i have to run to the another church like my other parish and i you know like so the nice thing is, I It's right there. You just click the button, and it's all
0: right there. And it's uh, no long scary, pray, I know, right? No, Cardinal scary. Sarah is
1: totally against that. I know,
0: but for the app, for especially for lay people, there's, you know, the whole removes the whole scary ribbon thing. And what happens right. if I lose my? plate? I mean, everything is like right there. And I'll be honest; uh, I know a lot of people aren't big fans of it for, for environmental reasons, but Bishop Barron, you know, now has this great liturgy of the hours where it's all done in a monthly book, paperback book. And oh. yet, yes, I, I completely use it. I had a conversation with Father Jack about it, actually, before he uh, left Sacred Heart. And he was like, well, you know, but you're generating, you know, 12 of these, you know, kind of thick paperback books but you know what? We have a holy fire, so to speak, here at the parish once a month, right. anyway, where we're burning something. So it just it gets thrown in there. But I, I mean, I highly recommend. Go it to It motivates Word. you though, go because you
1: see you see a monthly book absolutely. and not a yearly
0: book. You, you, and all you need to do is grab it and open up to Thursday and what the date and and there you are. There's morning, evening reading, uh, the readings. Right. And like I said, if if I highly recommend that for anyone who is intimidated by the literature of, of the hours, go to Word on Fire. Um, from Bishop Aaron and look, look at his uh, monthly uh, liturgy of the hours. It's well worth, it's cheap. It's like $8 or something a month and uh, everything's right there for you. But anyway, to that point.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's a good, I mean, for someone it's once again, it's like a daily thing where I would say if you're going to go in that route, if you're a lay person, try to try to zero in a morning prayer and evening prayer, the two bookends, you know, I mean, the office of readings is great. And it's got some great things for prayer. I mean, you can do that too. Um, or just do one of them. Just do, all right, I'm not gonna do either morning prayer or evening prayer, you know. Um, but I'm gonna do one of the hours today, you know, just to spend, you know, 15, 10, 15 minutes in contemplative prayer of the prayer of the church, which is the official liturgy of the church and extension of the mass. We should do, I think we really should do um a podcast on the liturgy of the hours because it's just, it's just one of those things. A lot of people, they don't know about it. They don't really know what, what's the purpose of it. What are we supposed to be thinking? when We're praying it. Why do we pray it? Who prays it? When do we pray it? What hour? So that could, that could be, but I, I think I brevity is a great, great thing. A distinguished Bishop Barron's a great thing. Um, I, you know, one of the other things I, I found that a lot of people have been doing, and I'm sure some of you listeners have more than likely tried this. I haven't done it. Um, probably should I I should listen to other people's podcasts, you know, and uh but uh Father Michael Schmitz has the Bible in the year. And um I think the nice thing about that particular podcast is that um you're reading the whole Bible in a year and you don't have to do any work. You just listen. And if you I mean if you really want to do it well, you can have your Bible with you and just listen um while you're reading with him and then just listen to his little his little um you know meditation on it or his commentary and that's that's you know, it's a good chunk of time. It's like 17 to 20 minutes a day, but if you do that every single day, I've seen a lot of people, their spirituality is kind of boosted from just that. And they can do it in the car. Um, you know, I mean, I think too, it's like using the car better. A lot of people spend so much time driving and it's just wasted time, you know? Audiobooks. Audio
0: books. And I was just gonna, you know, this this of course will be seen as a completely shameless plug. But if you don't want to hear our voices, go listen to Father Mike Schmidt as well. The you know the catechism in a year thing that we did that now he's doing and of course he did not copy us of course but let's just say we did it first. Anyway, that not only you know saw our own audience exponentially grow, which tells you something almost, but even me who just had the privilege of reading the paragraphs every day before you know one of you all kind of gave a reflection on that, I I think I think the catechism of the Catholic Church is definitely so far, <laughs> underrated for for Catholics. I mean, it's right. Let's be honest. I I can only say I read it from cover to cover because I was forced to because we did it for the podcast. But it was eye opening. Um, it was. Did you, did you grow from that experience? I absolutely did. I mean, you every you know even even good pious Catholics. You, trust me, you you will learn something that you did not know almost right. on a daily basis. Not only you know, what, why we do what we do, why the church says we should do it, how long we've been doing it, where the roots of it came from. It was, it was absolutely, uh, you know, massive growth spiritually for me. And you know, whether you, like I said, whether you choose to go back and do ours, ours are all still online from day one or father Mike Schmitz is getting ready to start that. And again, like you said, using the car, car ride better. I know a lot of us still aren't working, uh, necessarily, uh, you know, a lot of us are still working from home, but more and more people are back now sitting in their cars for, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour a day. And it's, I'd say it's a much better use of time than, uh, than listen to a, certainly a local sports radio. That's for sure.
1: Right. No, I I think that's a, that could be, that could be a, I mean, I think that's going to be a resolution for me is utilizing the car better. Um, you know, cause I, uh routinely at least once or twice a week I have to make some pretty significant drives. And um You have to make a there's significant a
0: drive to go to the gas station, let's be honest. Well yeah, every <laughs> everything's like 20 minutes.
1: But you know, it's like 20 minutes. I mean I try to get a rosary, yeah. you know, at least in one of my drives. Yeah. And uh but I just think there's it could be like um the other day when I was driving home with my parents for Christmas, I was like, I still hadn't done my spirit reading. I know it's not I knew I'd have limited time, you know, when I was with my parents and so I uh, went to YouTube and I just typed in soul of the apostle and I listened to that for 15 minutes and it was pretty good. I mean, just listening to it, it is, it's not, I I wouldn't do that every day because I'd like to read the book. I think it's more beneficial to actually read. It's called spiritual reading for a reason, but you know, in a, in a, in a bind, but if some people that's all you can get, then just take it. You know, I mean, I, I think one of the things about resolutions, it's like, like exercise, is it better to exercise 15 minutes a day or one hour once a week? science would say 10 minutes every day has huge, much, a much greater, you know, um, uh, results than, you know, just spe- especially as you get older, you know, you just, you need, it's, it's, it's more, it's better to do little every day than a ton every once in a while, you know? Um, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I throw in their adoration once again, that's one of those things where you have to find a place and a time to do it. it's a little bit more difficult, but it's I mean, a holy hour once a week, you know, but I think when you're going to do that, there's got to be a specific time, a specific place for it. You know, it's got, it can't be sort of, you know, oh, I'm going to do it at such a time. You have to make an appointment with yourself. I mean, here's another one: confession once a month, you know, it's just, um, I'm going to make it a point that I don't, re- I just, I don't, you know, I don't have to hear that homily like, oh gosh, it's been six months, you know, and just, all right, where am I going to go? What priest am I going to see? You know, what time is the best time for me to go? And I just slip in and get it done. You know, that could be, that could be a great resolution. What, what about,
0: um, you know, specifically, cause you are one as well, but you know, what about spiritual direction? So many people think that's, I really do think so many people have this, uh, you know, belief that spiritual direction or for those focusing on some sort of a religious vocation or, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're a full-time, uh, you know, a catechist or something like that. But you know, every person could, can benefit from spiritual direction, partly because, you know, I I think the, the pre, especially the good spiritual directors, you know, help you find what works for you.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I go to spiritual direction every week, if not every two weeks, if I can't go every week, uh, it's, it's part of, my spirituality. Um, that's, that's intense. I mean, that's, um, but I only talk for 15, 20 minutes, you know? Um, but I would say, yeah, I, it's not spiritual direction is, it's a great thing. Uh, I'd say it has to be once a month and, and really it's, it's only has to be a 25 to 30 minute conversation where you're looking at basically resolutions. What are you, uh, how are you doing with your prayer life? Uh, or, uh what, are some of the, to what are the, yeah, what are the vices you're struggling yeah. with? Um, you know, What are relationships that are just going south that you just need to mend, um, uh, you know, just maybe at home or just, or how's your job going? How's your work? Um, How are you dealing with crosses that God's sending you? Like just what's taking the the wind out of your sails? I mean, yeah, it's, it's, this is now once again, this is tough to find someone who's willing to see you once a month. It's, you know, you know, we were just talking about this with the medical profession. It takes three months to get in with the. You know, someone, but uh, you know, I mean, after Father Scott, you know, uh, especially if you go to Sacred Heart, I mean, he he sees people all the time, and he's great at it. Um, and there are other priests are good. Some people, some priests don't give spiritual direction. Um, that's a prerogative. Uh, sometimes you can get it in confession. You can ask a little bit of advice, especially if it's a slow Saturday afternoon there's only like you know your your last one in line. You can just ask the priest some advice, you know. Um, but yeah, I I think it's something to look into if you just if you're finding yourself like it's the same old, you're not growing. Yeah. I think you need a it. It's like your personal trainer. You need
0: what, and this, this is uh, a little bit out of left field, but it, uh, it was based on a conversation I was having the other day with someone else who's not in this area, but what advice, cause you mentioned it earlier about, you know, um, priests need to be more, um, cognizant of, the needs of maybe their parishioners and, and their surrounding area, you know, who's so that your, all your masses aren't at the same time, you know, on the weekdays right. and things like that. Somebody was asking, you know, what kind of advice do you give someone who really is interested in perhaps, per, you know, asking their pastor or a pastor, you know, in the, in the area where they work, if he would consider, you know, a, a an additional mass or, you know, at a different time. I mean, uh, many people are in very intimidated to ask, you know, their, their pastor or clergy, even if they don't know them, you know, like, Hey father, you know, I work, I work around the block. It'd be great if you had a, whatever, you know, fill in the blank one, one PM mass or, you know, it's like nights. once a week. Exactly. Something like that.
1: Well, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to say He's no. He's going to say no, of course. Right. So, I mean, just, I would say, Hey, go for it. I mean, don't, you know, don't, if he says no, he says no, but I mean, there's nothing, nothing, nothing bad about asking. I mean, it's just like, you know, I mean, I mean, think we do that all the time with people, you know, um, Hey, can you do this? No, I can't do that. Um, I mean, give it a shot. You might, you might get lucky. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, it really depends on the priest's willingness to sacrifice and, you know, what's he want to do. And is it, is it doable? Is it feasible? Does he might be able to do it? Might, it might be, it might not be, um, um, a reasonable request for his, you know, maybe there's something he does at that particular time, you know, like, you know, he visits sick or whatever on that particular time, but, if he's hanging on his rectory, you know, uh, he definitely could do it, you know? Um, so you have to kind of look at, at, at the situation, you know? Yeah. And I think it, it's, there's nothing, no harm in asking, of course. Right. So, so I mean, it's just, the church is a business of saving souls and, you know, we have to kind of, um, I think we have to kind of, we use this word accompany a lot the last couple of years, but I think this is definitely a word that can be used in this situation where are we, accompany people where they're at in terms of their needs uh that are not being met because of time and you know situations uh, demographic uh locations and all this other stuff okay so anyway but uh it's just some food for thought folks you know i know this is uh you know feast of Mary mother god really needed it's falls on a sunday so new year's is um uh, holy family got bumped to friday and um it's great. And you were used, used to hearing that the Sunday after Christmas, but this year is Mary, mother of God. It's like new year's on a Sunday, which kind of neat. And, uh, kind of like a two for one again, just like Christmas was two for one, uh, Mary, mother of God, which a lot of people never go to mass. They, it's not because of new year's because Mary, mother of God, it's a holy day of obligation. And it's now the Sunday liturgy. So, uh, maybe, your pastor might might be throwing out some suggestions, you know, for, you know, but maybe after listening to this podcast, you know, go to that mass with some sort of doable and uh, reasonable, um, you know, um, and resolutions. And, uh, but, to, and here's the, thing, don't get discouraged. If you don't like, if you don't nail them every day, that's not the point, but it's like, it's, I'm going to begin again. And, you know, I missed a couple of days. All right, dude, go back to it. You know, uh, I think that's the other thing that happens to people so often is, they miss a couple of days like, well, I blew it. And then you just kind of throw the whole thing away. It's like, well, no, no. I mean, just, you had a couple of bad days. Don't make a bad day, a bad month and just kind of go back. it. if it, if it works for you, it works for you. And uh, it's really beautiful when you see someone pick up a habit that works for them they just stick with it, you know? So, all right, folks. Well, to the intercession of the holy innocence, whose feast day is today, may God bless you all, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Amen.